Hey, welcome back. Um, boy, oh boy, I am still hungover. Josh and I went up to St. Louis to see see our good friend Tyler and his band play, and we had a we had a rip snorting good time. Wouldn't you say, Josh? It, you know, it was a dandy. It was a darn tootin' good time. You know, uh, really family friendly. I liked it. Yeah. Is this your Richard Jewell arc right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I, s- I saw on the Instagrams you guys go to the saloon, too, afterwards. Yeah. You... Yeah, I, oh, yeah, dude. I know you're jealous all the way from Connecticut. Yeah. The saloons are everywhere, though. I was just saying a, you know, the saloon is... The general term for a place where you would get a drink, not like a specific saloon. Definitely not like the one we went to. Uh, no, it was very fun. We had a lot of fun. I uh, got to bring the boys up, which is like my favorite thing to do, and get everyone pumped up. Um, oh yeah, cool. we had a we had a blast. We had a we had fun. We had fun. It was pretty good. Um, I we picked did. picked Tyler up over my head. That was cool. Thor, uh, our fun, and, you, uh, and our, then you got picked up, yeah. I did. I made Thor pick me up too, because Thor's bigger. And uh, what a <laughs> Tyler called me. Tyler uh, called me. He's like, "Are you doing okay?" And he called me at like five, and I'm like, "Not gonna lie, dude. I am just now getting over, getting over this hangover. Like, I didn't have like a pounding headache kind of thing, but you know, like, yeah, I went out drinking. I I don't feel good. So, um." It was like, yeah, you were uh, you were in a mood. He's like, you and Thor picked me up, and uh, I knew I was in trouble because at one point you started screaming to rip me in half, and I thought you guys were going to do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was a little, I was a little, I was a little, I was a little rambunctious. It was a good night. It was a good night. Good night. Um, yeah, and uh, what? And then I then I woke up and realized the Cardinals play today, and fellas. We did it. Maybe your guys, your your howling at the moon last night, awoke the baseball gods yeah, to the inner, give us a win. Our inner, know? our inner beast, our inner wolf inside you. Are there are two wolves? Yeah. Okay, and uh, both, <laughs> and, and one of them is Paul Goldschmidt because Polly, Polly three bombs, right? Polly, uh, can you? Yeah, can the MVP go to somebody who's okay, if their team finishes in last place? Like dead last place. Um, I think that's happened before. <laughs> like, how you. valuable can you be if your team finishes? Oh, that is behind behind the Oakland A's. I mean, this, it's it's the same thing we ask about Mike Trout, right? So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question, right? Who is the list of MLB MVPs? I wonder if Mike Trout's the one that's been on the absolute shittiest team. Um, trying to think recent Tony memory. Gwynn. He'd be somebody that would be. Gwen never. Gwen never won a won an MVP though. Um, did Did Bonds win when the Giants weren't that good? But they were never terrible. Terrible. Bonds like won teams. one in ninety. Like ninety. It was, so they didn't make the, it was before they expanded to what we have with divisional play now, and they just had East and West, and the Giants, it was like the first or second year under Dusty Baker, they won like 103, 104 fucking games, and they, like, the people, the guys ahead of them, who I forget, 
I doubt it was the Dodgers, but they won like just a game more than them, and they didn't make the postseason. But I mean, a hundred something. Uh, here I got a list of um, Barry Bonds with Pittsburgh. Nah, maybe Cal Ripken with Baltimore '91. I'm looking up uh, one right now. You're just look. You're just looking up anime titties. <laughs> No, yeah, this might be it. Cal Ripken <laughs> Jr. in 91 won MVP for a 67-95 and 95 Orioles team. That's pretty bad. What about uh, Larry Walker, my boy? Um, let me look. Larry Walker. 83-79. and 79. I mean, they had a winning record. Yeah. Um, Shit. Juan Gonzalez, I think he was on those Rangers teams that, yeah, they won division series and stuff like that. They were they were bombers out there. Um, let me take like one last little cursory glance over here. We're getting into the the dumb parts of baseball. We <laughs> just give it to a fucking reliever. Um, Kevin Mitchell in '89. No, they won that one. Andre Dawson. Well, it's gonna. Yeah, they had a losing record this year. That's That'll, Blake Trinan. Yep, Blake Trinan. Blake Trinan should have won Cy Young. Pit. Yep. Patriot, <laughs> top top P Patriot, yeah. capital P Patriot. Okay, most valuable Patriot on the team. Uh, yes, that's what MVP stands for. Most most volatile Patriot. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Goldie's having an insane year. Uh, Ryan, tell what's the Savant page look like? It's all red, baby. It's as red as the devil's dick, you know? <laughs> I didn't know Paul red Goldschmidt a was a fellow dick. communist uh. like us. <laughs> uh. um, so the thing that came up that Goldschmidt got knocked for by all these nerd writers out there is that he got incredibly lucky with his balls in play last season. And he seems determined to leave no doubt. Um, Goldie has a pretty high expected batting average, but everything else, or sorry, or, you know, like, not expected, uh, Babbitt is what I should, he has always had, fuck, I'm stupid. His expected batting average last season was like in the 260s, okay? And he overperformed that. But Goldie has a history of his Babbitt always excelling, like, Always, always overachieving with it because he hits the ball hard and he hits both ways. And he can hit it in the air. He can hit it on the ground. And this year, his expected batting average is 312 with an expected slugging of nearly 600. He is um, he's hot right now. Um, he's so hot that the baseball team he plays for has won 11 of 35 games. <laughs> <laughs> he is getting the Mike Trout effect to uh, to the fullest me- uh, measure. It has been a rough one. But as Ryan pointed yeah. out, folks, a whole lot of red. He's a red. He's, what what'd you say? Red is the devil's dick, baby? <laughs> yeah. Red is the devil's dick, comma, baby. <laughs> red is the devil's baby dick. That's right. Right. I can't tell you what. <laughs> Speaking of the devil, I'm slugging some Budweiser's with him right now. John Rooney got it for you in the sixth. (laughs) R.I.P. That's what we were missing, actually, when me and Ryan were cool. Uh, We needed a good Mike Shannon impression. Josh didn't want to do it live on air. He He didn't want to besmirch uh, the man's honor. That's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't. 
We all know our brothers at Toe 411 are, uh, you know, they're not really shedding a tear for old Shanny. So. I'm going to go to Toe 411, see what they're talking about right now. What? Where? <laughs> which loves in in the Midwest do you get your favorite lot lizards? <laughs> Us Toe Four One One guys, we're horny as hell. Let's just get that out of the way. We got a motor that can go all night, baby. Um, while Josh looks that up, um, as you all know, um, Cardinal Twitter exploded for good reason. Um, Wilson Contreras is going to not really be catching a whole lot. Um, it first broke, uh, as reported, that the Cardinals were going to shift him to a DH role and possible corner outfield. Wilson has some experience in the corner outfield, but, I mean, the most he's ever played there in a season was, like, uh I think it was 20 or 30 games in his rookie year. Um, so it's it's been a while. Let's just say that. It's been a while since he's put in the time there. Um, this has stemmed from this team's horrid pitching woes. Um, not, I mean, the offense has been god-awful. Don't get me wrong. Um, Ryan, do you like WPA as a stat for like clutch statistics of any sort? Do you, do you read up on any? I'm not. Stats? No, I, I don't. I don't really use use that too much for what I. I've been I look at. so I pulled it up because um, I feel like because we're like top fifteen in terms of runners in scoring position, but I feel like it like we it doesn't really matter when we do come through with it. And what I found with like WPA, um, it has just been it's been a rough one. Um, the cards rank um, bottom half in terms of win probability at it. And in terms of clutch factor, um, we are fucking, I think, either bottom five or bottom seven, one of those. I feel like that kind of accurately captures like how this offense has been. Um, we just snapped an eight-game losing streak. Thank God. Because those Detroit Tigers fellas, they are, they're a juggernaut. They're out of control. They're, yeah, they're feisty. Yeah. I mean, that is that is a team mean that's going kiddies. places, you know? Yeah. Yep, that's, that's what a, you say about a 15 and 18 team. Feisty. Yep. Hey, the <laughs> AL Central is just as bad as the NL Central. So the Tigers aren't that far behind the Twins. Um, it's been... It, I, Oh, go ahead, Rice. Speaking of the AL Central, I thought it was fitting too that this White Sox also like broke out and scored a bunch of runs. It was like we both do it on the same day. Like we both give up our suck on the same Sunday. Dude. I just thought that it was a good parallel. Did you? Okay, you all know I projected like the White Sox to capture the division. All right, w- did you guys? Yeah. Any one of you I thought had my back on that. One of you also was felt good about the White Sox. I felt good. I, at yeah. the end of the season, I felt good about the White Sox. Yeah, that's starting. I, I think I had them winning that division. Yeah. Tom, go to your records. Go to your records. I am what going to. Whatever we did our divisions. Joshua Thompson said, Go Sox, along with Tom. Ryan was too busy tucking his husbands into bed. 
Um, the socks, like, uh, we were, we had, a, uh, I guess we had like this sobering moment in the group chat where we were all like, here are some takes we got right. And here are some takes we got wrong. Like we were going around talking about like all the shitty things we've done drunk and like, like I feel good because I feel vindicated with my skepticism on Steven Matz, which is like a terrible thing to feel vindicated on. Um, but also I feel really dumb because two of my picks to win their division, the White Sox and Cardinals are having similar seasons where they're just fucking nosediving. <laughs> like they not, it is not good. And they're both having similar struggles. Like White Sox only have one good starting pitcher right now in Lucas Giolito. We only have one good starting pitcher right now, despite the fact we have six or seven, um, in Jordan Montgomery. They, the Sox, the Sox offense just bad in general. Like, our offense has these moments where, yeah, they do string together hits or they do get on base, but they just disappear for stretches and then they have big offensive outbursts like we had today against the Tigers. We don't hit well with runners on. We don't hit well when we need to hit well. Um, like it's been, it's been a sobering season. I guess the I guess the hashtag embrace the suck has been very strong. But hey, man, we got we got some reprieve today. All right, we got that dub. Yeah, yeah. This Ten game winning streak. It starts today. Yep, and it's ten game winning streak. One and zero. Oh. In the Andrew Kistner era, that's where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> One and oh, baby, in the Andrew Kistner era. So, anyway, folks, it broke that that it seems like you know you can interpret it as you want, but this team struggles. I guess they shake things up. They ha- they are moving, they are taking Wilson away from the um, from the catching role. They're going to give it to Kistner. And they're going to have, from what I've read, uh, Wilson, I guess, prepare and be babysat by the coaches during games. And I guess quizzed on, you know, what kind of approach needs to be done. Yeah. And what would you call here? What would you? <laughs> I, I. Okay. If it, if it was me, I'd like act like I didn't hear the question. And then right when he like I realized like, oh, it's a curveball. Like, oh, curveball, curveball. That, that's, that's what I, that's, that's what, what I would call right there. Like, <laughs> I think it's, um, I, it's humiliating. That's what I would say. It's, um, uh, I, I, I don't know this. <laughs> I don't know coming from this coaching staff if this form of parentalism is, um, is not going to backfire at this point. But, I mean, who knows, right? Who knows? Um, I have taken the liberty of going through Wilson's history, looking at his catcher's ERA and runs against per nine, and he's having he's having a rough one this season. Okay, um, the league average for catcher's ERA is four point three five this season. Wilson's is five point two seven. He's in like the twentieth percentile in that. And when it comes to runs against per nine, league average is four six seven. Wilson's is five six seven, so it's a full run higher. He's like in the also around the twentieth percentile. His prior seasons, his best seasons were twenty seventeen to about twenty twenty, 
And he's kind of regressed to more of like a league average, I would say, play caller behind the dish. I'm, I don't know how much of that correlates. Obviously, there's a lot of factors that go into it, right, guys? There's, you know, what talent level you have as your pitchers, your home ballpark, your defense, obviously. Um, it, so it's kind of I hard mean, to measure I, that. But I'm even questioning the pitch clock, like making a decision and within the time frame is like harder. Yeah. Like, so Katie Wu and Ken Rosenthal wrote a well. story about that. They brought that up, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I don't pay for the athletic. I'm not rich like some of these some of these people out like there. Like some of oh, us. Oh, dude, Ryan, uh, we'll get you on the uh, Nick uh, showed me the unpaywall thing for your phone. So you okay. Can any athletic article you want, ask him for that. Oh hell yeah. But, um, real quick, I just I do have a question. Like, now that we're uh, Humbly and proudly in the Andrew Kisner era. Um, what what do we think kind of dirt he has on the front office to <laughs> keep getting chance after chance? Like, what is this guy? Fu- like, what does he know? <laughs> I mean, I uh, he I'll saw he knows. Bill DeWitt three kill a hook. Yeah, that's what he. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. No, he saw Bill DeWitt. <laughs> He saw Bill DeWitt drown a kid in a fucking vat of horseradish sauce. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> he saw them converting. He saw them converting like gentrified, like the remnants of a gentrified neighborhood into fucking roast beef sandwiches. That's what he got. <laughs> Honestly, God, I guess Kisner just knows pitching. I mean, I guess that's what it is. Like, um, on one or- hand. Kisner's bat is atrocious, and I know he had a good series. Folks, I will be excited for Andrew Kisner's bat when Andrew Kisner could do this for more than just randomly. I would say him having a good hitting series is definitely randomly in this part of his career. Um, we've, like, have have ragged on him for, like, his defensive metrics um, because he is got like negative defensive metrics and he is at best like about an average play caller but um i don't i guess this is how much yachty has meant to the cardinals organization because we're a year removed from him and it's just all fucking falling apart and perhaps you know we were maybe a little too hard on andrew kisner um uh, yeah. He seems to be be the one. The goofy thing is that has come of all... There's a lot of layers to this weird onion, uh, folks, is that we had an outfield problem earlier in the se- season, guys. We had too many outfielders. We called up our prize prospect and then sent him down and have been like 2-11 and 11 since then, okay? But we had an outfield log jam. We needed to clear it. And then... We after we DFA'd a guy, we gave him back an MLB contract, brought him up, and then we had an infielder logjam. Um, and then now we've decided we're going to DFA that guy again, kick him out, and we're going to take our catcher and then go on record or leaked, sorry, that he might play some outfield. So while also calling up another catcher. So now we have three catchers, and now we have too many outfielders. So... This season, this season has um, been really interesting that we've now taken an catcher problem and simultaneously turned it into an outfield problem. And then it just came out today that Wilson, no, he won't be doing corner outfield. He'll be DHing. 
mostly. So now we have suddenly turned our catching problem now into a DH problem. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's such I, a good, like, order of events for how this went. So, like, so clear in how, like, just fucky everything is. I just have to interject yeah. with that. Yeah, I don't... No, I feel like it... Oh, go ahead, Ry. It's. I feel like it's been, like, we were all like, we need roster shakeups. We need roster shakeups. No, no, not like that. Not like that. It's like, the, it's what it's been the past... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, and I think I'm coming around on this because I think Wilson has struggled defensively this year, and I don't want to be in the camp of, like, this, we expected it, right? He's not Yachty, but we're trading that, that ability for a guy who's not going to have a 560 fucking OPS. That's the trade, Okay. And I think as the Cardinals do, they overvalued the pitchers they have. Oh, 100%. And they thought, oh, well, and like they thought, I I think like what you said, Yachty has made very below average pitchers be slightly above average, which has led to winning, you know, being slightly above 500. That's the difference between 10 games below 500 and 10 games above 500 or however, like how you want to look at it. It's just the, like, and, yeah, they overvalued the pitching staff and thought that they could just trot Dakota Hudson back out there or whoever, like, in it, this would be any, like, this would be a better ball club, but it's not because we don't have anybody who can strike anyone out. It is, I just really do not feel like this is Contreras' fault. I feel like this is mm-hmm. the front office not making a good assessment mm-hmm. Well, about what I, what the changes would be. Yeah, the team. I would say I'm I'm more with that. Like Contreras, I think shares some blame, obviously, but and it's a big but. Like the Cards should have known this. <laughs> Two, they did. They have not bolstered him and provided him like the talent that he has to catch is middling. It's subpar, and that's something. It's something they really didn't. I feel like they 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 maybe had an overconfidence for in the same way you're talking about, like over assessing, or sorry, being I would say cockiness, right, or blase with with pitching, like because they were so used to Yachty being able to handle everything because Yachty had done it for a hundred years, all right, and now we have a new catcher that I wouldn't be surprised to know. If they fumble the bag in terms of whether it's you know chemistry, whether it's game plan, it's hard for me to believe that Wilson Contreras, who is really handling this situation very gracefully, it's hard for me to believe that Wilson Contreras is lazy at his job. That's what I would say. Agreed. This kind of sounds like a New York Times um op-ed where it's like older generation retires and these and this these new millennials they just don't know how to do the job productivity is at an all-time low <laughs> like it's like that it's like that type of shit yeah yachty did it a thousand years um and i also want to add yeah. on to like ryan's point you made earlier yeah um with you know just yachty and handling like the pitching staff for example 
Tyler Lyons pitched multiple seasons in the big leagues with Yadier Molina behind the very dish. successful. Tyler fucking Lyons. Tyler not Lyons. very successful. Randy chose. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. We're, that's just yeah. That 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 one doesn't work. But yeah. Fucking Tyler. If Tyler, Tyler Lyons gets like multiple big league seasons, um, I think Yadi's value was um, intangible. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yachty's career, yeah. so from 2004 to th- 2022, okay, the MLB average for runs against nine was 4.55, and catcher ERA, and that span that Yachty played was 4.2. Yachty's catcher ERA, guys, 3.69, and runs against nine, 4.03. 690 say fucking sick dude. dude fucking not and against the mlb average of 420 am i right dudes blaze it oh, yeah, get dude. crumble coin buy tesla stock all right um <laughs> <laughs> last season yeah. and i think this is testament to um you know um <laughs> building something very nice out of shit uh was Sorry, it's a horrible thing to say about other human beings. Yachty's ERA last season was 3.5. 3-point-fucking-5 in calling games. Insane. His best season was 2015. Y'all remember that season? He had a sub-3 catcher ERA. Won 100 games Yeah, we were, it. like, gifted. Yeah, I mean, that was the John Lackey year, right? We had yeah. Lackey. Um, he was our... He was like our ace, kind of. Only like number three. Only team. one guy that on that team hit over twenty homers, and that was Carp. Like, it's mm. it sounds like this organization, aside from I think for like years, neglecting bolstering a team um, through their pitching, and I'm gonna have you comment on this, Ryan. But like, it sounds like they've just taking things way too much for granted. And they've underestimated. I would. I'd say they've underestimated just simple analytics. And Ryan, you weren't on the last episode for this, but I'm curious. Did you see where that former professional player came out and talked about like the pitching philosophy that that uh, development directors had uh, in the Cardinal minor league system? Yeah, you guys talked about it, and I saw like I saw the tweet. There was like a tweet about it too. Yeah, right? he tweeted some, about it. Some guy was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like there's no coherent philosophy. This also takes me back to what I feel like is the first ripple, in which was removing our, you know, beloved hero, Mike Schilt, from the team. <laughs> Satirical But they said otherwise. it was... Yeah, take, let's take the, you know that meme of Trump or something that says, miss me yet? We're gonna do that, we're gonna fucking put Mike Schilt's face <laughs> over Miss me yet, motherfuckers? <laughs> no, no, we're gonna put um, Oliver Marmol stickers all around uh, Bush Stadium with just like the Joe Biden. I did that. The I did I that. Did oh my that. god. <laughs> but yeah, it's like we need to get. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Dark, like dark marmot. Like he's dark marmot. Like just change Marmol for a little <laughs> bit. It's a dark Brandon. Dark, dark marmot. Marmot. Marmon. Dark Marmol. Um, Dark Mormon. Dark, yeah, he's Ali as an LDS missionary. 
Yeah, I do believe Jesus. No, but going. Go ahead. Go ahead. But going back, because the big thing, I, like, I remember like reading articles about Schilt getting fired, and they like they both came into that meeting thinking it was going to be an extension, and then they got into talk about baseball philosophy, and they realized they had philosophical differences, and then Mike got fired. And I want to know what was said in the meeting, but I imagine he said, we were playing your game, and we fucking sucked, and then we started playing my game, and we won 17 in a row, mm-hmm. and that's what got us into the playoffs, and... We're gonna do things my way, goddammit! Yeah. That's what he was like. And life and then, is a highway. That's my favorite But then the next song. year... Mo, you need to Jeff get off Albert Kyrie's Matt. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Zilliacs, I have but no that, idea who you're talking about. <laughs> but I do think, I do think, like, that was the, the Cardinals don't have a working philosophy. They haven't updated their yeah philosophy to fit what's going on and then with jeff the next year jeff albert left um also mad dog left like you're losing i'm sure mad dog had a coherent pitching philosophy and that's also what helped it was a little bit of yachty a little bit of mad dog you know like a lot yachty a little bit of mad they dog. don't have a philosophy got, they have a sales goal yeah and um yeah, and they're just all Moe's guys. Moe's handpicked all these people. They've been trained in the crumble coin um, pitch. You know, we're gonna we're gonna fucking throw it down the middle with two strikes because that's what the nerds say to do. I don't know. Uh, I, so I like get the philosophy on beating a guy to two strikes. But also, like, you got to have guys with, I figure, like, really high, like, swing and miss rates, right? And I guess probably the thing to look for is spin rate, correct? Like, spin rate, velocity. Yeah, spin rate. I would say is what you kind of look for. Spin rate, velocity. And extension. Extension. And, you know, we don't have, like, the particulars of that, Okay. But I will say now with that Wayno's back that our starting core doesn't fucking have any of that. <laughs> like Cardinals starters in general had one of the lowest average fastball velocities um, as a team. Um, it's now only going to get lower, I would say. Um, I would say like to point out as well that um, we have a very we have a very old starting staff right we have Wayno is back Wayno I love you please please don't get mad at me uh, we have a 41 year old starter we have a 34 year old starter and we have a 32 year old Jordan Montgomery turned 30 this year we have four of our starting core is over 30 years old you know Flaherty's 27 He's been kind of roughed up. Woodford's been relegated back to the bullpen as the white flag. But we don't have... I would say we... The only guy on this team with any kind of, I would say, successful spin 
is Flaherty. He's the only guy who's punched out, you know, guys at uh, better than nine per nine. Everyone else, not so much. Michaelis has, like, flirted with seven. Mats has been in the eights. Monty's around eight per nine. You know, God love him. And Wayno, Wayno's never struck out more than a batter in any. Like, um, if you look at, like, K percentage even, you know, the only guy that has any swing and miss stuff that, like, above average is Flaherty. It's, you know, the bullpen, the bullpen's a mess. Like, I think we can agree with that. But they're not the main problem. They've sucked the last few games, don't get me wrong. But they... Cardinals right now lead lead the majors in strikeout percentage with the bullpen. Okay, they are middle of the road in F four. They have the fifteenth highest F four. They're we have the same. We have like a little bit better, but you know it's like the same results that we got last season. So we have arguably the same bullpen we had last year in terms of results. The problem is we have a bottom five starting pitching core, and it's and the Bills come due. Yeah. I going like talking about striking people out and not he's the best player in baseball, but Shohei Otani when we faced mm-hmm. him. Yes, we were able to score four runs on him, but he also struck thirteen people out. He kept thirteen people from even from even putting the ball in yes, play. From even and even like that's that's a dictate what would happen. Yeah. And like so that when those, if you could keep 13 people off base, that's you could have, you know, if they, if they get on base, that could have added to the runs we scored on him. But he was able to mitigate the damage by never allow them to even yeah. play the he, game. Yeah, he like, mitigated 13 balls in play. Like, how many do you think those go for hits? You know, three of them? Three or four? And they can be any yeah. kind of hit. Or they can come at the worst time. Yeah. And that's what seems to happen to the Cardinals. We're, we're cruising along, doing fine, and then all of a sudden there's a walk. All of a sudden there's a bloop hit over Donovan, and then somebody blasts it, and then fuck. That's like, because we're pitching to contact. And if you're pitching to contact with everyone hitting at crazy launch angles and having crazy exit velocities, a lot of those balls are going to leave the yard. That's why we have so many home runs hit against us, mm-hmm. because we're pitching to contact. Yeah. And it's... What's been the most infuriating and thing, though, when we get to two strikes? Is they can't finish anymore. Fucking, what, 20, 23 home runs? I think it's like 21. I, it's I, 21, I think, two strikes. 21. Runs, you know? And, like, I suspect that, like, in 2-2 and 3-2 counts, like, that's going to happen. But I think we've given up, like, 9 or 10 in 1-2 and 0-2 accounts. Like, that cannot fucking happen. Throw it in the fucking dirt. Throw it in the dirt. You've played the Tigers. You've played, you've played some awful the teams that just throw it in the fucking Given dirt. That, the Pirates. walk-off bomb I guess they're good. one-two pitch. Yeah. The cards in terms of home and runs per nine were 10th worst. In terms of strikeout percentage, our starting staff is the 24th best. And I would say the thing left out that I remember is hits. We have... Opponents are hitting 292 against our starting rotation. That is third worst in the league. 
That's MVP number. That's MVP number. Yeah. <laughs> every batter, every battery face. Gets, yeah. So, gets well, no, it's good to bring that up. It's a stat pad. Like Milwaukee, <laughs> uh, two thirty three against their starters. Even Pittsburgh, who's been struggling as of late. Like the Pirates lost what six games in a row, and we made no fucking ground in the division on them. Like, <laughs> it's a mess. It's a whole mess. Pirate starters, two fifty three against them. Okay. You're looking at a difference between a guy who hits like, you know, uh, between our division division rivals, uh, you know, a guy who hits like, yeah, Mike Trout and uh, another dude who hits like fucking Yuli Gurriel. It's just, yeah. I mean, I'm happy they won today, but it's just been a mess, man. It has been such a mess. Um, in terms of hard contact. Our starters have given up the seventh most amount of hard contact. They don't generate a lot of soft contact. They generate, honestly, the... I'm looking at it here. We are 28th in soft contact. <laughs> so we can't get guys... So when we do let guys hit the ball, we don't let them hit it weekly. We let them hit the shit out of it. This is the result we got. We have six starting pitchers, right? Yeah. I... The fucking the the rent has come due, you know. Yep. That is all that devil. Magic. It's the game we've been playing. We've thought we've, you know, like oh everybody else is trying to strike you out. We're going to be sinker ballers, and we're going to let him hit at the Tommy Edmund. Like he's made like it's four or five errors. The game, the game, yeah. Like the game has evolved around our pitching staff and. It's just it shows now. It a hundred percent shows. It is. It is time. And I it's going Wilson back to Wilson Contreras, I like it's his fault. It's fucking <laughs> it's his fucking fault. <laughs> Fuck you, Wilson. Uh, We're gonna have Nick dox you. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's that uh, ch- Chip C- Carey guy. It's the yeah, Chip Carey uh, curse. It is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, he didn't uh, call the game today, and we won. Yep. Interesting. Tom Interesting. Tom Ackerman. Yeah, right. Tom Ackerman did. Tom Ackerman and Jim Evans. Chip. Chip and Brad hung out in the green what you, seats. What do you guys think of Tom Ackerman? I kind of liked him. Uh, he's fine. Solid on play-by-play. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's yeah. fine. I could do better. It's just uh, Jimmy Edmonds, though. We can get him out of the booth anytime. Well, he said something like, "That those are the runs you have to score if you want to win the game. was like a quote he had to pay that was just... Yeah, we know. <laughs> what? Yeah, we, <laughs> we, yeah, we fucking know. We know. <laughs> Nolan, uh, you know, he seems to be maybe coming out of it. Goldie had three bombs. Um, I think Nolan was probably hurt and nursing something. Um, but, you know, he had a uh, he had a tater the other day. Um, he's up to, what, he's got like three, Wasn't three he? blasts. Um, it, the thing that has, I think, been, like, killing him, you know, his strikeout numbers are bad, his BABIP is good, or same, like, with his career. It's just, I, I just honestly think he's kind of, he's, he's got something that's fucking with him. And it's, what's fucking with him is this Cardinals team in general, okay? He's got too much fucking shit on him. He's got too much fucking <laughs> shit on him, all right? He's got too much fucking shit on him. Um, we'll see. I mean, we're going to go play the Cubs, and, uh, you know, I hope we get a sweep. 
so we can at least uh, be tied for last place with the Reds. That's how that's how things are going, folks. It's been it's rough here in Redbird Land. It's not good. Haven't we're not having a ball, but you know, twelve runs today. We're doing good there. Should Ollie get fired? Man. I think that's what we're going to... I mean, the whole Contreras thing, that how it's handled, um, it's frustrated me. Um, you know, I agree that, you know, there is some defensive issues, but I think they handled it very poorly. It seems like the cards management's pretty good about... I would say not handling certain things about their, about their uh, players publicly. But uh, what, what's your guys' vibe on this? I think Marmol, um, it should be an eye for an eye. So I think um, he should either be sent down to Memphis, um, wrongly, <laughs> or... Um, wrongly? He be maimed. <laughs> a, yeah. yeah. Um, he sh- or he should just be maimed, because quite literally, eye for an eye. So we'll just, you know, he'll wisen up if once he is missing an appendage or... A digit or something. All yeah. right. Josh is wanting to go biblical on his ass. Ryan, do you want to go Shakespearean on his ass? What do you have? Yeah, he should fucking kiss Wilson Contreras at midnight under what the f- <laughs> in a full moon so that they blend philosophies and they become one with each they other. They should and... arm Wilson Contreras and Tyler O'Neill and let them hunt <laughs> the coaching staff. That's what they should do. Yeah. <laughs> It's only now fair. I want you to do it. Like, uh, what's your take as like Springsteen, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the boss. You're the boss, yeah, Tom. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I actually had a couple of our listeners um, DM me, so I guess it's getting serious when they're asking the uh, the dumbest fucking Cardinals podcast what they think. Um, <laughs> I think Ollie's job is in jeopardy um, if by the end of this month they have shown no signs of either gaining ground or any any sustained improvement. Um, I said earlier in the season when when we were when guys when we were spoiled with this team when they were like eight and eleven before we knew that things could <laughs> definitely bottom out. Um, you know I I've said that. Honestly, I you know, even with a disappointing season, I think Ollie's job is safe, and the only thing that I think would, uh, um, you know, get him canned is if something really disastrous, like a ninety loss season, and we're, you know, we're about um, a third of the way there, so we're uh, you know we're doing we're make we're going to lose, I would say we're going to lose thirty games before we win twenty games. I'll put it at that. So. Um, Ooh, what if we do like an like an Ime Udoka uh, thing where he's a, you know, that's the former coach of the Celtics. Like we just have him, basically, Ollie Marmol fucks Bill DeWitt Jr.'s wife is what we're getting. Oh, okay. At. He's gonna cook <laughs> Bill DeWitt Jr. Um, now that's are, something that is only on run that? in one side, and you know, in the Carey family. So it's not uncommon for people associated with his team to fuck the owner's wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, maybe we can get Chip to do that. But uh, we, yeah, we could, we could have Chip do it, and then we can frame Ollie for it. That's not problematic. Yeah, that's not problematic at all. 
Yeah. It's very normal behavior to have toward a, the coach of a baseball team. <laughs> very, very totally normal behavior to have. <laughs> but, Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't... I, a lot of people want Ollie fired right now. Fire Marmol season. We checked? Death threats to Marmol season. Hire Joe Guys, McKinley. I don't know why no one has not thought of this. Yeah. What we got to do is we got to go to Indeed mm -hmm. and see St. Louis Cardinals and see if they have put out a position for manager of the team. And that's how we will know. That's how we get in. That's how we get in. <laughs> that, that's how we'll know if uh, Marmol is on his way out, is if they put a job posting. Yeah, I wanted to. They uh, don't. I want, you know, we know we've had this <laughs> reputation of always hiring in-house, and we wanted to shake things up a bit. And are you guys getting Tito? No, we're not hiring Tony. Uh, to, uh, we're, we're, not, we're not hiring Tito Francona. Um, I... They interviewed as a team, and I want you to know that our, I'm proud to announce <laughs> the new coaching staff for the Cardinals is um, they keep in mind they only got like 800 combined followers, but it is the worst fans in baseball. And it is the worst. I really <laughs> wanted to surprise you all. This is what you all get. He would hire us to hate fuck everything. Yeah. That would be the perfect way. He's like, oh. I want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to quit my job. I want to get fired. From my job, I'm going to hire. <laughs> I'm going to hire the guys that that average one or two bleeps. <laughs> um, Tom, it's because you got to have tenacity. If, That's what it is. <laughs> guys, did you see Wilson Contreras up. changed his profile picture from himself to an egg? It's blank now. Oh. I don't know, guys. Oh, that means he's he's incubating right yeah. now. <laughs> he hasn't reached his. He hasn't reached his final He's form. Incubating to that's what you know to steal to steal more steal more strikes is what he's doing. He's, <laughs> he's helping his framing. <sighs> um, I got a question. Yeah. If if this is a cursed season, if we are now cursed, mm -hmm. if the Cardinals have reached, you know, we're going to go in a hundred years. Of no of bad baseball, no championships. Yeah, dude. What is the what is the curse? Like, what do you mean? Like, how what long is it? Go? Like, 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 like the way the Bambino was like Boston's curse. Uh, you know, Babe Ruth. They are the curse of the Bambino. What's our curse? And I think here's mine. Mm -hmm. It's the girl who said on that uh, TikTok that she <laughs> fucked Genesis Cabrera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, first off, it's obvious the curse is what the Phillies did to us. But sure, I will happily go. I think it's better to mark it as curse of the back shots. <laughs> like the, like it gets so like the like the fan base gets so distraught they tear down the arch. <laughs> like, <laughs> they ban players from going anywhere near the arch. They have like curfews for them. <laughs> <laughs> or do we have to? Do we all have to keep fucking on the arch? Is it just a big fuck fest at the base of the yeah, arch? Yeah, I mean, some guy like Chicago style brings in like a goat. Be like, what is this guy doing? Why did you bring a fucking goat here, man? What's going on? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's just the Phillies broke something deep and personal inside this franchise. That's honestly what I believe. Well, yeah. I mean, their fans dropped that like really sick fucking diss track on you know. Mm -hmm. 
close out on the Padres the next the next series. It's so. very true, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they were probably dropping some shit on us during our series. We just didn't get to see it. No, they did. So. I mean, Phillies fans, <laughs> they own a lot of things. First off, they own the Cardinals, and they also own diabetes and alcoholism. So let's not... You know, let's not toot their own horn too much. But they did break something very deep and personal inside this franchise, I feel like. Uh, or it's just, it's gobble, gobble the ghoul, baby. Gobble the ghoul. It's not, it's not good. It's not good. We're not having a good, it's not, it hurts. The season hurts. So, yeah. I, and this could still be me optimistic, but it would be a very Cardinals thing. To like all of a sudden be 500 by like the third week of June. It would be. And then like be right in the mix and everybody being, well, devil magic. Like I think the rest of baseball would hate us so much if that's because they're all having a very good time. Like they're all having any, if you check any other fan base's Twitter, I know like top, John Boy, they've been very like, haha, fuck you, Cardinals. Um, Jerry I just Garibus feel like pissing everyone off, being like, "You guys just need it. it's okay." Yeah, it's okay, my little chickadees. Yeah. Like, shut up, you yeah. fucking hick, you, you fucking Appalachian trash, you fuck, you <laughs> fucking Samuel Adams trash. Shut the fuck up, you fucking yonky. So, <laughs> um. The Yankees. The Yankees. I root for the New York Yankees. Yes. Uh, to piss Nick off, because he's not here, and, um, you know, there's only one Irishman we respect on this podcast. Um, Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy. And Packy Norton. And Packy Norton. The demotion of... Only one Irishman in the big leagues. Yep, the yeah. only one that made it. The other one's... The other ones are still fighting for Irish civil rights, is what we are. Um, <laughs> after we demoted our $87.5 million catcher after 30 games to be in a DH, not weird, not stupid, not goofy at all, uh, we need to check in on Sean Murphy, the guy we could have traded for, or we were linked to possibly trading for. Um, how's Sean Murphy doing? What do you guys think? Um he is. He's number one in every defensive metric, right? He, like he's. Yeah, it, it, let me look here. Okay, we're talking. He's got a catcher ERA of three five seven, a runs against nine of three nine two. That's pretty good. Um, hitting wise, he's got nine homers. Um, he's on pace for fifty if it was one hundred and sixty two games. He's got a one dot. He's got a one eighty five OPS plus. He is fan dabadozy in terms of. Strike zone frame framing. He he leads the league. Him and Jonah Heim lead the league in catcher framing runs. Um, he's got nearly 1.7 B WAR. He's got in terms of F WAR. He's got a lot. He's got he's fucking 2.3. He's on track to have a MVPS season. That's Sean Murphy. The guy Nick traded you in fantasy. <laughs> Listen, um, actually, I was harassed into trading him, Wilson. You were. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it was for a while. I was harassed about it. But, you know. And you're breaking your silence, right? 
I am. You're breaking your silence. You, know? you were harassed. You were bullied. Harassment and bullying. I, I was same. bullied into this trade. And, you know, what goes around comes around, Nick. Um, so, and, <laughs> and fucking, I'm rubber and you're glue. And whatever I'm you <laughs> say to me bounces off and sticks to you, my friend. Oh, man. That's right. He's going to call you an f-slur for that one yeah. yeah sticks and stones may break my bones nick but words will never hurt me um yeah i've been uh remember when people told us we were overreacting about the juan soto thing and the and he maybe even the sean murphy thing maybe our guys just aren't that good enough maybe maybe we should have done those trades I I think we should have done the Sean Murphy trade, but yeah. Yeah. I think Contreras will be fine. He'll be fine, yeah. But Sean Murphy just made a lot of sense for and even hindsight is a hundred, but I it it's very annoying to me based on how they've treated Wilson lately that they you know, and it's nothing against Wilson, but like if it was that fucking important to you in terms of like not just like being like normal defensive catcher, but like having, you know, elite defensive catching, you know. It's bizarre to me that it just that like why didn't you go harder for Sean Murphy at that point? If it was that fucking important to you, like I think this makes them look really silly. I think it makes them makes them look bad. It it makes them look like they actually have no idea what they're. doing. I would say it makes them look like they, they have, have no fucking idea what they're doing. Yeah, and I don't mean that like, you know, Sean Murphy can win MVP, and if Wilson puts up like a good season, I'm okay with that. Okay, like. You know the departure of Yachty. We just we needed someone to fill to to fill that production, you know, and maybe not be the elite defender, but make up here. You know, be good and productive. And if we could have traded for a guy who was MVP, oh well, sure. You know, you win some, you lose some, but the guy we have is pretty good, right? You know, and you know Murphy could just go on to shatter his knee or some shit, or or you know hit go over his next forty. Who knows? But, um, or get sclerosis of the liver. I mean, we're just tossing out things right now. If Wilson is successful and Murphy is more successful, I don't. I do not care. That's not going to bug me at all. Um, but, yeah. it, and I want to make it clear before you know, Nick kills me in my sleep tonight once he hears all of this. Like, I like Wilson Contreras. Little I think Italian paws across your wood floor. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be great. I think he's great for the team. I love Wilson Contreras as a player. But I think if... (laughs) Yeah. But the Cardinals, like you said, if what they wanted was stronger defense, then they they fucked up. They didn't get what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And it's... Yeah. it's, uh, It's their fault that he's not having success. It's not Wilson Contreras' fault that he's the player who everyone knew yeah. he was. Dave, I would say, hosted. I would say. Um, yeah. 
And, like, I know he's gotten, like, a lot of, like, criticism for, like, strike zone. So, a quick, like, rundown of that. The average, like, strike rate is, like, 47.1%. Wilson's only at, like, 45.7. He's a little bit below average. This is something we've always known because we've had this statistic in terms of strike zone runs and framing. But he has a cannon of an arm. You know, one day ABS will be implemented and this type of shit won't matter. Maybe that's that's gonna play to our advantage, but it's it's horribly unfair to Wilson Contreras. He deserves better. I you know I I know this is odd to say about a millionaire who has a World Series ring who's going to be fine. Okay, like it's the same way that like the thing that sucks about this season is that maybe Wayno doesn't get his 200th career win. We're wasting the, the prime years of Goldie and Nolan Arenado. Like, chill out. Bueno has a ring. He has millions of dollars. Goldie and Nolan are going to go in the hall. They're hundred hundred million dollar players. Like, I get it. I know it's odd to feel sorry and cry for a millionaire. But, man, I just, I hope Wilson's handling it well. So, he seems to be. Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't fault him if he was pissed off and held it against him. That's... I think this has been handled very poorly by management and by the organization. It's a bummer. Yeah. I don't know. We got final. Oh, maybe go. maybe this, I mean, maybe these moves are a Moziliak, who knows, he, he could be fired. But these are some very frantic It has moves, been super frantic. Like. like, you DFA Taylor Motter, and then in a f- couple fucking days, you give him a major league contract again. And now you DFA him again. Like, Zach Thompson, he pitched so well. We had him have him on the Major League roster. Fuck it. Send him down. We're going to stretch him out for next season. So we're not seeing him the rest of the year, barring, like, injurious disasters. Is that what what they said 100% he's not going to be back? They're stretching him out to be a starter for next season. Now... Now, now like if you does that mean he can't be a starter? Well, if you're if you if you're taking it at that value, they're wanting to stretch him out to be a starter. Okay, how quick do you think a guy can get stretched out in a healthy manner and be ready to give you long innings? It ain't going to be soon. And knowing how if, frantic, as you mentioned, how frenzied this organization is. I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking tripped over their own dicks on that and backtrack on that and call him back up in a month or two. But if the plan is to stretch him out to be a starting pitcher, it ain't going to be for a while this season. He's basically, he's punted on. Which probably ought to distress some Cardinals fans who think we, you know, maybe we're probably not going to sign another free agent pitcher since Zach Thompson's getting stretched out for that role. He's the answer. We're going to be better by being better. You know, that's... We're gonna be I, by being and I think I know the answer to this. I th- probably service time manipulation. Like, where the fuck is Libertor? Why can't we give him a swing at this? Um, the Woodford experiment yeah. sucked. Pretty much every pitcher right now has sucked. You were 13 games under 500. What? Give it a shot. Just bring him up. Okay. Like, let, just let's see it. All right. He's been sitting, as Velo has been sitting a lot higher and later in games, he's been throwing his, uh, his breaking pitches more often. 
which is something we've been wanting to be encouraged about. Like, let's see if he's like had any, if that success can now translate to the big league level. Um, or better, you know, go trade for a guy or punt on the season, whatever. It, it, I, I've, when it comes to like Ollie's management decisions, there are some that are very obviously goofy. There's some that he's, there's been plenty of instances where he's gotten a lot of shit for moves he's made that I don't think are, you know, justified. Like Helsley getting, uh, pitching an inning and third on 10 pitches. Well, he should have gone out for the ninth. Okay, well, yeah, in hindsight, that's fine. But he brought in Gio, who was our best pitcher in April, our best relief pitcher, to close out a team in a, in a save situation, which Gio has experience in. So you can't really anticipate that. That wasn't a bad decision. You know, now... Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought that was fine. But Helsley was cooking, My and was he cooking. probably could have yep. stayed in a little longer. Like, hindsight, yeah, you... I, but yeah, I don't. It was it was a fine move. It was, it was now. With all that said, the front office, to me, has looked desperate, probably panicked, and every decision they make. And you know, I try not to jump on the bandwagon, the dog pile. You know, be like, oh, here we want this for clicks, but like. They are, they're terrible at, like, communicating, like, their expectations for their players for not only guys in the minor league system, but for, their, but for the guys on their major league roster. They're terrible about being transparent with that between not only those players, but the press and with the fan base. It is, it's been a disaster, an absolute fucking disaster for the front office this season. A you know, a dog could do better. Let's just say that. A goddamn dog. There's nothing in a rule book that says a dog can't be a general manager. Get Airbud up there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got any final memes before we fuck off? Any response to that? Um, vibes? Should we uh should we do our Patreon shout out? Shout out to so Tyler. That. Tyler, you're gonna be the only patron yeah, for a shout while. Shout out to yeah. Tyler. You're just, you're just gonna hear your name. Yeah. Tyler. <laughs> This is uh, your moment of fame forever. Tyler. You hear that cat? You hear that cat, Tyler? That cat's pawing. That cat wants you to scritch your little ears. And you know what? One day you will. Because again, for the second week in a row, you are a crumble coin champ. Right? Give him the crumble coin award. I don't... Because we haven't thought of anyone else who deserves it lately. He's the crumble champ forever. There's also that guy, Alex, who gives us like 99 cents on Spotify, I think. But I'm not sure how Spotify does that. Alex, we oh, love yeah. you too, man. Uh, you know. Shout out to Alex. Didn't know about you, but we're just, we love you. We're just Apple cucks here, man. We just go to Apple. Go to Apple Podcasts. You know, I know over 100 and something of you guys listen to this. Go give us a good review because... Um, um, a certain member of the podcast who isn't on right now pisses a lot of people off that they go and they review Bahamas. Um, so go do that. Give us um, give us a four, right? No one's ever perfect. No one's ever the worst ever. But everyone's pretty good. Go out there. Be nice. So, Ryan, you got who we yeah, fucking? Who we want to fuck tonight? Oh, 
said John Moziliak. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Mo. Fuck Marmol. Fuck Marmol. Fuck Moziliak and fuck Sean Murphy. He's too good.